discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable coming to you from Beijing. I'm Lai Ming. Coming up on today's show, outdoor sports activities are picking up in popularity. What has driven the increasing enthusiasm in the great outdoors? And who are these people climbing mountains and hugging trees? What opportunities does this trend present to relevant industries? As our cities rapidly urbanize, many of us regret the loss of the landmarks and historic streets that they had grown up with. Nostalgia in moderate dosage is a healthy sentiment that helps us define the sake, define and safeguard what we hold dear and what constitutes valuable heritage. Today, we discuss the necessity and approaches to preserve and protect historic streets. When was the last time you ventured outside? Do you relish in the nip of winter? Let us know what you think about our topics by writing to us at ezfmroundtable@foxmail.com. Now on Roundtable, the younger members of our society seem attracted to outdoor sports activities. For today's discussion, I'm joined by Neil Holling and Yu Xun. Um, to first thing first, um, Yu Xun, why don't you try and explain to us、uh, what really counts as outdoor activities?、Uh, so I go out and take a walk. Does this count as outdoor activities, or do we expect something more serious? Well, first of all, I think the point is about outdoor. So I think as long as you are going out, it is counted as a outdoor activity. Like throw, throwing out the garbage. This is kind of a move that you go out. <laughs> so it's basically not a sport. If we're just, you know talking about the, you know outdoor activity and outdoor sports today. What if I what if I carry a huge load of garbage? I mean, yes. Well, if you are actually using your muscles and you like carrying a huge load of gar- garbage to a certain amount of miles, then it could be, you know, counted as an outdoor activity. Especially when there's a competition going on in the neighborhood.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, enough. <laughs> you、joke. cannot imagine, you know, how innovative now young people are. They can even, you know, treat, you know, finding stuff, finding items in supermarket as a outdoor activity. Oh, okay. Does it have to be an outdoor supermarket or someone with the roof? Anyway, let's get down to the real business. And how do we define outdoor activity for for reals? Yes.、Um, in recent years, we can see that a lot of、uh, people are interested in these kind of outdoor activities, such as camping, rafting, skiing, hiking, and other outdoor activities that have co- consistently received great attention from people. And、um, you know, traditional outdoor sports like surfing, paddle boarding, diving, mountaineering, rock climbing, cycling, road running, fishing, orienteering continue to thrive, and we call these activities as outdoor sports. And also, actually, we can see in recent two years, especially, there are some emerging outdoor activities such as frisbee, land surfing, and、um, flag football. Pickleball, city walk, even, and you know they are gradually becoming representatives of new urban outdoor sports, and it is very trendy among young generation. Yeah, and 
To be honest, before today's show, I didn't even understand many of the vocabularies、mm. Yu Shen has mentioned for outdoor activities or outdoor sports. And after doing some research, I realized how popular it started to be, especially in the year 2023. Actually,、mm-hmm. the daily activity of outdoor users increased by over 100 since from October or from January to October. So that is really a, a significant number. And also in 2022. 2023 outdoor sports such as winter sports, cycling, and all the other words that I didn't used to understand、uh, have shown explosive growth. And in 2022, the market size of China's outdoor gear industry reached 197 billion yuan, that is about 27 billion US dollars. It is expected to increase to 240 billion yuan by 2025. And also in the first half of 2023, the visitor volume to the 61 national sports tourism. Basis across the country has reached or even exceeded the level of the entire year of 2022, with an average of 500,000 visitors received in each city. So people are going outdoors; they're doing strange or common or fun or even sometimes really relaxed activities in these outdoor areas, and that is why we're discussing it today. Right, you mentioned a lot of figures、uh, con- pertaining to the year 2023, and you even draw some comparison to the data. Uh, back in the year 2022, and it's good. It's, we got the latest、uh, about what's going on in terms of outdoor sports here in China. But one more question: that is,、uh, why do I why do I get this impression that outdoor activities is not a new outdoor activities are not a new thing? I mean, it's been quite popular in the past few years, especially in the wake of COVID-19. People don't feel safe congregating、uh, in urban areas and as such, they look for places outside in the suburban areas to, especially outdoors, to try and have some good time. Well, definitely, outdoor sports or outdoor activities not something new, but it's developing in different aspects. For example, some of the outdoor sports that we're going to explain is definitely something new. People are trying to use more professional gears, trying to gain more professional training、mm-hmm. or、uh, guidance in order to play some very specific sports like frisbee. I think it's、mm-hmm. something new. And in the meantime, for people who were not Or were used not used to being so outdoorsy, like myself, started to realize the importance of conducting outdoor activities,、mm-hmm. which is why they started to, you know, get in touch with these sports and started to at least throwing garbage to outdoor. Areas, or you know,、uh, walking in outdoor areas, or visiting national parks. These are we see the number of people doing or conducting such activities growing, and that is why this is relatively a new trend in these two aspects, and that's why we're talking about it. Right,、and、I think、uh, here's the point: is that yes, but. Because of the COVID nineteen pandemic, and back then people have to stay at home, and then after that period, people are actually focusing or having that kind of mentality of、um, going outdoor. So you know, I think of course people go, people do outdoor activities, people do outdoor sports, like、um, for so many years, and it is quite a common thing for people actually. And but. And、uh, nowadays, going outdoor is becoming, you know, that sensation that people will have and、um, will focus on, and they would like to, you know, stress the point of that I can go out. <laughs> 
What do you mean I can't go out? I mean, I it's can't. always being able to go out. I mean, there's there are certain requirements or standards or thresholds that people will have to meet uh, if we if they were to enjoy uh, a good time outdoors. I mean, you want to have a good means of transportation, and if you were to conduct certain outdoor activities such as camping, you will need uh, the infrastructure, uh, a tent maybe, uh, a few chairs, and then uh, for the luxury kind of glamping, then you might need a coffee maker and then portable battery. So a lot of them uh, requires a lot of investment, but maybe that's when you, that's what you mean when you say people want to brag about their ability to go outdoors and also it's getting more attractive i think outdoor activities are mm, attracting more let's say lovers because of multiple reasons and especially because i think some of the outdoor activities are really really professional i mean mm. when it comes to climbing yeah. or walking on a mountain you think well that, that's fun hiking that's cool it's okay yet if we are talking about things like for example speed descent I didn't、mm. used to know this, but it is an outdoor experimental sport suitable for beginners, guided by professionals.、Mm. Um, it's ideal for laying the ground for future activities like rock climbing and bungee jumping. So basically, you climb up to a certain height, and on a rope, you just swoosh down. It sounds really exciting. Sounds like something firefighters keep training for. That's true, but also. Imagining the sport, you would understand the thrill and the excitement, and also it's relatively more safe, in my opinion. So that's、safer. what you mean when you say outdoor、Attractive. activities are picking up,、uh, yes. because、uh, well, like Yushun said earlier, outdoor activities has always have always been. Uh, attractive to、uh, well human beings,、yes. <laughs> basketball, baseball, hunting,、mm. even. But now we are talking about young people engaging in previously re- relatively unknown events like、uh, speed descending. Yes, and、right. there are actually much more. I know personally, Yushun is a lover for frisbee. We've talked about frisbee on roundtable actually, but it's、yeah. still trendy. It was huge for, last year. For for so many times actually, and、uh, <laughs> I have. Kind of,、uh, you know, that kind of state of mind that I have the responsibility to advocate people to play frisbee after that. And、um, yes, frisbee is kind of a sport that people do、uh, with a team, and、um, it's kind of making people that first of all, it is not a very you know high end sport, so the threshold is quite low, and basically everybody can play frisbee because you. I don't think so. I don't think have, I can. You 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 can just simply throw it. And now you are playing frisbee, so, but if you want to do it competitively, which means you are going to like do a team play or do a competition, then probably you need some techniques and skills to actually throw and catch and run and do all of the schemes on the play field. So、mm. on the, I mean, like football field. Yes. So、like、frisbee is one thing, and there's also. Caving. It is it is an outdoor activity involving exploration and adventure within caves. So you have to have the gears. You have to have experience, maybe a coach to go into the caves. You do not know what you are going to see or encounter, but、um, there are also many different kind of challenges. Maybe wild animals. Maybe a strange terrain that you have to conquer. You have to climb a little bit, or you have to cross little rivers. In the cave, but it's certainly adventurous and fun.
Hmm, maybe uh, bloodthirsty animals and beasts <laughs> on your tail, <laughs> as portrayed by a uh, movie by James Cameron. So that's not the kind of activity people are looking for, right? So, no, 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 no. Don't don't you think you know people? What kind of people?、Uh, I mean, you know, the kind of activity that we are saying. Can also reflect people's personality. <laughs> Remember,、uh, Nihonlin was saying like caving and、um, something descending, which she said is quite safe. But from my eyes, it's you know these are all just kind of dangerous sports, and、um, like、oh. you know give people a kind of adrenaline shot to do these kind of sports. But also. Some people are also saying that you know introverted or you know people who re- really like some quiet sports can also do outdoor activities. For example, what we mentioned before, tree hugging. That is an outdoor activity.、It's、that an is an activity.、Sports. No, it's not a sport. <laughs> I'm speechless、yeah. when it comes to tree hugging being a sport. When you say tree hugging, you mean hugging trees for reals, right? Exactly, and、um, people feel therapeutic when they are hugging a tree. Of course, we cannot say that's a sport. I admit that, but、um, it is absolutely an activity that a lot of people are f- in favor of. Why? <laughs> As I said, it's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. It's fun, and also it includes you walking to the place with a tree that is huggable. Cannot、mm. believe I'm saying this, but. Huggable trees are not everywhere. You have、okay. to find the right trees to hug. And、okay. people say they can feel kind of tranquility when they are hugging the tree, and they can sense that. So the location of the tree, the diameter of the of、uh, the tree trunk, and the, maybe the environment I mean, really requires that、uh, there really is a threshold <laughs> to tree hugging, huh? Any, anyways, I mean, I think we already shed some light on what kind of、uh, people are engaging in these、uh, outdoors activities, and newly found, newly discovered, and、uh, lately very popular、uh, outdoor activities. And also, you should have said earlier. I mean, what kind of activities you're interested in might reflect what kind of person you are. Just who are、uh, really taking part into these activities in general? Hmm.、Um, first of all. What we are saying is that, like both introverted and extroverted individuals, can both, you know, be a part of outdoor activity. However, there are, there may be some differences in the types of outdoor activities they prefer. So, extroverted individuals may tend to choose socially oriented outdoor activities such as camping, cycling, or frisbeeing because you need to communicate with the team player, right? right? Um, on the other hand, introverted individuals may prefer activities like hiking and mountain climbing, which allow for being alone and reducing social interaction because you can basically just do these activities alone when you are trying to go go outdoor. Okay. In okay. the meantime, according to the development report of China's outdoor sports industry for the year 2022, people who born after 1990 or the post-90s generation are becoming the largest participating group. Actually, they account for over 36 percent of the people who are engaged in outdoor activities. More than one third. Yeah, and the next in line are the post-80s group, making up around three、uh, 32 percent. These two groups together constitute. Two thirds of the entire out- outdoor sports population, which is not surprising to me, because you need to be energetic, you need to have the strength and also the time to actually do these outdoor sports.、Mm-hmm. They sound a little bit 
exhausting to me, even to me.、Mm. And also, we see women have become the main force in outdoor sports. The number of female participants in outdoor sports exceeds that of males, making them the primary group in outdoor activities.、Uh, in the year 2020. Women accounted for sixty percent of outdoor sports participants, while men accounted for forty percent. So, yeah, different type,、uh, different age group, different gender, and when it comes to the kind of job people love outdoors, actually have a survey conducted. By 36K,、uh, KR shows that civil servants have a monthly outdoor frequency of 7.6 times,、mm-hmm. and students and freelancers. These are the group of people who have the time and maybe the energy to conduct outdoor activities mostly. So people younger than those born in the 1980s. So we are generally、uh, speaking talking about young people and、uh, more women than than men. And、uh, working in jobs that are stable, or students who are without jobs, and and, and freelancers might feel a little pressures、uh, to really、uh, getting full、uh, invest full time into、mm. um, these outdoor events.、Um, this, if this one stereotype that we can safely um, uh, rely on is that、uh, these young people they have、um, a wide range of interest, and they also have. A higher level of agency, and they're likely to move from one interest to another. <laughs> so last year we saw the popularity of frisbee, and then、uh, from what I gather, it is no longer the most popular. I mean, what explain to me? I mean, what is it that you have observed in people's behavior? What is what is it that got people interested in one sport, and what move、uh, attracts them to move on? Hmm. And I think not only frisbee and also another, some of their trendy, I think outdoor sports like flag football.、Um, that is kind of football that people also have flags on their waist and、um, people just pick their flag and then they win. There are different of, footballs. Uh, they, I thought there's it, the it is,、uh, American and then the English. <laughs> yes, it is. There are two types. A type of American football, actually. Okay.、Mm. And.、Um, Also, another one called、um, paddle boarding. That's、ah. also、okay. another one.、Mm-hmm. So, but、um, t- this year,、um, not that much of people are experiencing these outdoor activities. I think it's because, first of all, these are trendy, and、uh, at that time, when people have time, especially during、uh, the pandemic area,、um, they have the time, and they will. They would like to, you know, try these kind of、uh, new things to them. So at at that time, they are kind of doing these outdoor activities for a spirit of、um, exploring. But this year, when people can experience even more outdoor activities like camping and、um, uh, visiting other cities for probably road trips, and then fewer people will, you know, try something that. They actually tried, and they think that is not very suitable to them. So, of course,、um, the number of the、uh, people playing these kind of sports are descending. But the whole, I mean, for people who really interested in these sports, st- still stayed. So frisbee is still safe. It's still a popular form of sport. <laughs> to me, yes. All right.、Um, So,、uh, what's the next thing here?、Um, Actually, I think at the end of the day is yes.、Uh, 
trying to analyzing whether or not a relatively niche sport is still popular. It's fun. It's it shows people's characteristics and also the kind of um, let's say interest the group of people have. But the reason that I think outdoor activities is becoming more and more popular in general is because more and more trendy sports are being invented and. Given all these different options, people are able to find their real interest. It does not、mm. really matter if frisbee is that still that popular among young people or among people. It's just those who genuinely have a deep love for frisbee can stay with that sport, and no matter how small or minor or niche that sport is, they can still find their people. They can still play together. Same goes to caving, to speed descendant, and to um river. Tracing that is also a thing, by the way. That's a thing. That's、okay. a thing. That's a sport. And now we see more and more people, given all these different choices, are able to find their true love or the、uh, kind of outdoor activity that they truly love. I think that is quite impressive, and it's really good for people's standard of living and also、um, general health condition. Right. Who do you think sets the trend? I mean,、uh, if you observe, let's say, a group of people, for instance, a class. Classroom or、uh, or an office. More often than not, there's one guy or there's one person that starts a trend. For instance, she decides to sit on a yoga ball instead of a proper <laughs> chair, and all of a sudden, everybody else in the office picks up the trend, and everybody sits on a yoga ball. Ball. So who who's setting the trend? I mean, I have a、uh, half a mind to suspect that maybe、uh, the social media has a role to play here, because I, for one, have observed on social or、uh, video streaming platforms like Bilibili, where they show、uh, outdoor events, people exploring their great outdoors, including caving. Yes, absolutely, and、um, that is also what I was thinking. Social media absolutely play. A very important role in leading the trend, I think. Of course, when people and especially these kind of you know lifestyle sharing experience, lifestyle sharing,、uh, social platform,、um, people will sh- like share kind of their experience of doing that kind of outdoor activity, and another people saw that and they also want to try that thing. So in that way, more and more people are doing the same thing, and that become a trend. And in that way, you know, that, and also because mostly they are young people using these kind of social media platforms, then we can see, you know, no matter it's post nineties or post eighties, they're actually. Kind of the conductor of these kind of outdoor activities. Yes, and also I think the trendsetters are quite information sensitive because actually the National Development and Reform Commission, in collaboration with the General Administration of Sports and other departments, has issued the action plan for promoting the construction and service improvement of outdoor sports facilities. They have been strengthened the construction of outdoor sports facilities, service supply, outdoor sports in. Industry providing people with the condition to actually conduct these outdoor activities, and with that trend,、um, the trendsetters 
given that they have the information, they notice the new sports, they would be able to bring the new sports to people who might be interested in it. Mm-hmm. The National Development and Reform Commission is the country's top economic planner. So for them to get atten- to pay attention to outdoor events and even come up with uh, regulations or rules with regard to this industry means that the, the industry really is... Um, Picking up, it is really um, getting a growing in size. It's going to matter a lot. And just as we uh, examine the well behaviors uh, pertaining to outdoor activities by young people, it also matters a lot to industries who may or may not be closely monitoring it. I mean, the business of luxurious camping or glamping suddenly uh, uh, triggered a, a, a sort of an, an increase in people's uh, investment into these uh, infrastructure. Yes, and in the meantime, people are paying attention. When I say people, I mean regulators are paying attention to make sure that when people are conducting outdoor activities, they do not um, distract or they do not disturb the environment. Mm-hmm. They are making it into the form of a sustainable development kind of format, making sure that when they're climbing or when they're hiking, they do not litter. And when they need to camp, they do not leave unnecessary human choice in the environment. So making sure even though we see these kind of sports benefiting local economy, they are not hurting local environment. Right.